The children's chattering excitement, a residual byproduct of a night of relative safety, abruptly stopped when they drove past their first zombie, two miles from the house. After that, they saw them more frequently, and always moving toward the truck. At first, Tom thought they'd escaped the house just in time, but then realized they were heading toward the sound of the engine. He wondered whether they'd made a mistake leaving that property. At first, Caitlin was able to drive past the undead. Then they started coming across the vehicles, one after another abandoned on the road. Their undead former occupants crawled across broken glass and over twisted metal as they tried to reach the truck. Caitlin stopped trying to dodge them and, with gritted teeth, drove over them instead. You sure about the route? Caitlin asked an hour later as she weaved around another van, stalled in the middle of the road. Another mile and we'll hit the highway, Tom said. You sure? she asked again. There was a sign, Suana said. I saw it one mile ahead. One mile, Tom echoed. He'd seen the sign himself, and that was all he had to go on. The stalled cars weren't on the pictures the satellite had taken. There was no way that the rushing row of abandoned vehicles had appeared during the time they'd been driving that morning. Whatever that picture was of, it wasn't here. One mile, Caitlin muttered. There was a screeching grind as the truck shunted a car out of the way. An undead arm stretched through the broken windshield, giving them an almost languid wave as the vehicle was shoved against another. Jade gave a muted whimper. Emerald and Amber swiftly copied suit. Sawana responded by bellowing an absurd nonsense rhyme. Tom joined in loudly and off-key, making up words for those he didn't know. The caterwaul didn't quite drown out the sound from outside, but the absurdity distracted the children. They screamed to the rhyme, giving vent to their fears until, just as abruptly as it had slowed, the truck sped up. We're through, we're through, Caitlin said as they accelerated onto a highway gloriously, wondrously free of vehicles. Tom closed his eyes and relaxed, only realizing how tense he'd been as his muscles slowly unwound. A few hours north, a few east, and they would be at the coast. Whatever happened after that, the traveling would be over. There's something ahead, Helena said. Tom opened his eyes. Images of the choppy Atlantic waves were replaced with a line of police cruisers parked across the road. Beyond those, vehicles lined either side of the shoulder. Parked in front, at the side of the road, was a tow truck. Caitlin brought the fire truck to a halt, with the blockade still a quarter mile ahead. A figure appeared from behind the tow truck, walking out into the middle of the road. They waved their arms in what might have been a friendly gesture before crossing to one of the cruisers. There was a muted hum of an engine, and the cruiser pulled out, leaving a gap in the barricade. They're making a space for us to drive through, Helena said. Or are they getting ready to pursue us if we drive away? We can't outrun them, Caitlin said, and we can't risk them shooting at us. When you can't go back, what's left but to go on, Tom said. Caitlin started the engine. When they were 200 yards from the barricade, the police car reversed into the gap, stopping with the engine facing them. Caitlin kept going, her fingers tapping on the steering wheel, her eyes on the shadow of the driver in that police cruiser. 
One hundred yards from the barricade, she slammed her foot on the brake. They waited.